Hi, everyone. Welcome to Runs with Dogs. I am Den, joined as always by JR Dad. Run, 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 run. How's it going, JR Dad? Very good. I have been running a lot lately. You've been more running than talking. I've been totally negligent in whatever responsibilities I have for podcasting. You've almost been more running than sleeping or eating. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to crank out a couple running episodes. Yeah, I'm just saying you've been running a lot. I sure have. Uh, so I'm running Every Road in the Keys, which I guess is a project that I may have mentioned, but I can update on. If you're a fan of Canadian media, she's been in the news. <laughs> I think we talked about that on the dog podcast. No, Totally different audience. Totally different <laughs> yeah, audience. Yeah, that's right. No one who listens to this podcast <laughs> listens to the Golden Ratio podcast. It's not even a Venn diagram. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I started this like in April. It's a thing I had been thinking about, uh, you know, for a little while, but it's a real process. I mean, a lot of people have run every road in wherever. I think the first guy to like really do it and document it was in San Francisco. Uh, and he tried to do it really fast. Like he did it you know, kind of all day, every day, he went out and ran. Wow. He did uh, nothing else? Like, he just... That was his thing. Did it. Like, uh -huh. this is what I'm... I don't know if, how long it took him, but, uh, yeah. Like, I'm just kind of doing, well, whatever my runs are for today, I'm going to go do them in a new place. He was like, this is all I'm going to do until I'm done. I mean, he'd sleep, but he'd, like, eat. Uh, you know, all his eating was done out on his runs. He didn't have a job. <laughs> I think that was his job at the time. Mm. <laughs> uh, anyway... So, you know, and then I had at one point in D.C., this is maybe last summer, I was at Fletcher's Boathouse, uh, which has like bathrooms and stuff. And I was, you know, I was out on a long run and there was a guy asking me for directions to something. And he had this big fold out map. And I was, I'm like, what is this for? Like, why do you have this big fold out map? What's that piece of paper with lines? on? <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, I'm running every street in DC. And oh. I was like, oh, that's super cool. So I had kind of had this idea kind of floating around in the back of my head. Um, but it's, it's different here because if you live on, you know, we basically live on the, so DC is shaped kind of like a diamond, got a piece missing, but we live basically right at the top point of the diamond. Like we're just over the border in Maryland, our house there, uh, but like by a mile. So yeah. right at that tip. So, and like GR dad, his office in DC, you know, for a very long time was right by the white house, which is pretty much at the bottom of the diamond. Mm -hmm. I would run from our house to his office all the time. It's like eight and a half miles. If I ran all the way to the bottom, it might be like 12 or 13. Right. So the farthest you have to drive from your house to get from one end of D.C. to the other, you know, even if you got a weird route, 15 miles. Yeah, I think the sides were 10, right? 10, 10 by 10 by 10. I right? think 10 so. By 10. Yeah. So in the Keys, we live at mile marker 17. So we're 17 miles from Key West. Uh, <laughs> Key Largo, which is the first key, is like mile marker 120. So I have to drive 100 miles, like an hour, two hours, basically, hour 45 to get up to Key Largo to do a run. And, you know, it's all spread out over there. So there's a lot up there in that top, you know, 30 miles of the key. So it's like an hour and a half, like the driving, there's a lot of driving. Um, so it's just, which is not to say that the running is harder. It's just a different kind of logistical challenge than pretty much anywhere else. Cause we're yeah, long. especially grid cities. Yeah, but I mean, look, even if the city's all, or if it's Rome, it's still like not 100 miles across. No. Right? <laughs> like, That's right. Uh, so, 
so yeah, uh, so that's just you know one little bit of it. So I had when I started this, I had already done some. So I have a Garmin watch, which is a relatively new addition to my life. I've had it for about a year. Um, because before it's like, I'd kind of run the same routes or I'd map it out ahead of time. I wasn't running a lot of like unique routes or going like, Oh, you know, how far am I going to make it for this? So last May, like May, 2019, I ran the keys 100. I did not finish the keys 100, but I ran about 73 miles of it. And I have and so that's just da- down Route 1, which is the one road we always talk about in the Keys. But it was from Key Largo to, to <laughs> yes. almost here. Yeah, that's right. So uh, I didn't have my watch on for that, but ha- I'm counting it. Like, fuck it. That counts. Totally. And that's uh, the road that you drive on now, so you don't repeat it all the time with running. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and since then, I have, you know, I've run other segments of that where I've picked up in, you know, Ramrod Key, well, like, north or east of towards on the Key Largo side of where I had to drop out of the uh the Keys 100 and I've run route one all the way from there to Key West and so I have GPS tracks of that so I am missing a GPS track for about 65 miles but whatever um and then GR dad and I had done a couple training runs on other keys obviously I've run on our key the one that we live on a lot a lot so those roads are all covered um, but we had done like a 15 mile training run up on a key that was just, it's actually two keys that are kind of diagonal. And so it's got this like stair step pattern of streets. You go up and then you turn left and then you turn right and then you turn left and it zigzags all the way up to the top. Uh, and there's kind of nothing there. It's just a road. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it doesn't even have power lines. And so we had run that and that basically took care of that whole set of two islands i had i had to go back at one point because there's like a little spur off here and a little spur off there and finish like the two miles of like little spur roads that we hadn't done before um but basically that was it so i had route one done which is great like that's or most of it i i you know i've got to do a little bit like on the top end um but that was done so that's 100 miles knocked off i had done all of our key and then basically that that one training run like that's what i had done yeah and some around the outside of key west like where you did some 15 milers and stuff yeah that the key west half marathon i had worn my watch for in january so that one's on there but i think that was it and so i was like okay well you know all of the thing that sort of kicked it over is all of the races getting canceled for quarantine like i i'm not competitive in races but I like having like the goal of a race. It's much more like the race is a thing to celebrate all the training that you put in. And I mean, I've done a ton of virtual races and I still am, but it is not the same thing. And uh, so I was like, I need a thing that's going to keep me motivated. And every race I had planned kept getting canceled. I mean, obviously all the spring races were canceled. But first they were postponed. So it was like even worse. No, I mean, some of them were straight up canceled. Fair. Uh, yeah, some were postponed. Boston was postponed to the fall and then that was canceled later. Um, but yeah, I kind of didn't have a lot of these things to look forward to that I typically was planning for. Uh, so I was like, all right, well, let's do this. And I think I wrote, I was going back through my social media posts and I was like, yes, I think it's going to be about, you know, 300 miles. And I think I said that because I had read some post uh, like some article that was talking about 
roads in the keys and and like climate change and what we're going to do about flooding. And I think the article said like there's like 300 roads that the county maintains, or 300 miles of roads that the county maintains, which turns out is not all the roads. And most of the roads here are dead ends. They're on, there's like a, you know, there's a one street and then there's a bunch of streets that branch off it. And then there's canals in between every one of those streets so the people who live there can get their boats out into the water. And so almost all of the streets in a residential area are canal streets. And then like the main road that they're coming off of, that also dead ends. So I'm kind of running every road twice. And I gotta say, some of those get like real boring. Like, okay, here's this neighborhood, this little neighborhood, and it ends up being like a 15 mile run, and you're running like 0.2 miles to the end of a street and then back, and then to the next end of the street and back. There's a lot of turning around. You <laughs> can't really get a rhythm. Uh, it's, you know, it's fine, but it's a lot more miles than I thought. So people are like, how much do you have left? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. There's no way for me to like easily map this out because it's like I have to click 500 times on the maps and uh, I don't know. I'm probably two thirds done. I, I just want to emphasize how much different and I would say harder, I might be biased, than it is running in a grid city where you just run one way all the way to the end of a street, turn around, go to another street and run back. I mean, running the back and forth all the time is completely different. If, if there are 300 miles of maintained roads, you have to run at least 600 miles. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and sometimes more because there's, yeah. you have to go back over it multiple times. No, yesterday I ran uh, the Eight Hours of Hell Ultra in Key West. And uh, so this was a, we were hoping to do it in person. So this Eight Hours of Hell is a race series in Florida um, and it's usually held in person. It's a timed race, so it's an eight-hour race. And normally you go to a park, kind of, oh, they're in different parks in the Naples area, so southwest Florida, and there's like a three-mile loop or a two-mile loop, and you just run that loop as much as you want for eight hours, and then you're, you're ranked, obviously not on time, but on how many miles you do in that time. Um, and so there's one every month from, I think, May to September, they start at 10 a.m., so you basically are guaranteed to run through the hottest part of the day, 10 to 6. So the May one obviously was canceled, and then this was the June one where we were hoping we could do it, and they just couldn't get permission, uh, so we had to do it virtually as well. Uh, so it's different than other virtual races because you have to do it at the same time. You have to do it in the state of Florida, so you can't go to Maine and do it. You have to do it in Florida, and you do it at the same time. So there's like a Zoom at the beginning, and everybody like says hi, and then they do the countdown. Okay, everybody goes and runs, and then you'll have to finish at the same time. Um, and so I did that I was going to do it up in Key Largo, but it looked like it might rain up there, and I really didn't want to run in the rain. And so I did it in Key West, which is not canals, right? It's, it's oh, it was so much easier to just, like, run these, like, grids, and I've got this big, beautiful grid I completed. The map looks so good. Yeah. <laughs> looks so good. So it's, uh, yeah. So it's been quite a process, um, but really interesting, like, getting to see all these different spots. Yeah, I don't know if it's I'm OCD or something, but the, the maps are super satisfying to look at the like the little grids it's cool it's very cool i mean the best ones i think are where it's like i'll go do a whole island right so and Jared has come with me on some of these where it's like okay we're gonna run duck key it'll be 14 miles and and we go and you just run every street so the strava map is great there's like a little blob and then 
every road on it's filled in. And usually they are like that. Duck Key is great because there's like a road in the middle and then it's like a T intersection that goes off to the left and the right. And then there's canals, canal streets kind of going back up towards the top. And so it's like a leaf. I I like to think of it like a fork with a lot of tines. Oh, interesting. It's like a fork with 20 tines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. I get that. yeah, those are really cool. But even the other ones where there's like weird windy around streets, it's like you've done all of them. That's a good example, though, because that Duck Key is probably less than half a mile. It's like a circle less than half a mile in diameter. Maybe, maybe a mile. less than a mile in yeah. diameter. And it's 14. We ran 14 miles. So you're crisscrossing and zigzagging crisscrossing. <laughs> yeah, you run a lot of those streets multiple yeah. times. Um, so it's been an interesting project. Yeah, and then as Dad alluded to, some writer at Canadian Running Magazine, I think, found me. I I had tagged one of my posts where I put up all the Strava maps. Like, I don't usually post those, but I had collected a bunch and put them on Instagram and tagged it. And I think that's how he found it and then wrote this whole article, uh, you know, meet the r- woman running every road in the Keys, which is pretty cool. Now it's translated into Belgian, <laughs> Belgian I think, post. which is cool. I have like a, a Google alert for my name, you know, because for my regular job, I'm you know, interviewed all the time. And, uh, I, you know, put that on my CV for work and, and this like weird Belgium article comes up with my name and that was it. So that was cool. But the coolest thing that came from that, I mean, a few weird things for some reason. So I like, you know, I tweeted it and I posted it to some of my friends on Facebook, but that's it. Like I didn't post it in any running groups. I didn't, kind of shared in any public places i mean you know all of these were public but it's not like i wasn't reaching out to running communities and so these women who live down the street from us who also have a bunch of dogs i think they have five i don't know what kind they are are they yorkies they're little white dogs anyway so they live down the street and i was coming back from a run or something as they were coming out like they were driving and uh and so i stopped to chat with them and they're like we haven't seen them much. Like they have been down here for quarantine, but we're very isolated. Like they haven't really been out much. And I was like, Oh, have you guys been down here? And like, yeah, you were leaving in a few days to go back to their other house. And they're like, by the way, like we saw your thing that you're running, like, that's really cool. And I was like, Oh, thanks. And I'm I'm like, how the hell do they know about that? Like, did someone post it on like next door or something? No, I go, look, it's not, you know, I could see it getting Thank goodness, actually. <laughs> picked up by, you know, some, I mean, that's the kind of things I want to put on next door. It would show up in a weird Keys news place. It has not. I couldn't find it. Our flight instructor, then he's like, hey, I hear there's this lady like running every road in the Keys. I'm like, how the hell did you find out about that? He's like, my phone recommended it to me. And I was like, this is, yeah. I mean, this is the re- my professional life intersecting. This is, where- this is Instagram being owned by Facebook and connecting data yeah, but like we're not friends with him in any format hell no uh i mean he's no. a nice guy no. but we're, we're <laughs> no. not friends with him on no. facebook we nothing no. uh yeah but the it's somehow and this is less surprising uh made it to bob bob is the race director for the keys 100 and also the everglades ultras which is the last race that we ran in march we may have been praising him for that during that podcast too, he, how good Bob is. Yeah, yeah, because the state parks closed the night before the race and he managed to get them to let us run the race anyway, which was pretty awesome. Uh, and he just, he's 
he, I mean, he's epic. We have talked about him. Uh, he's, you know, 72 or 73 years old. He's run Badwater. Like, he's just a still ultra runner, total badass, really great guy. And there was one race I had done, which was not one of his races, but he was volunteering at it. And uh, it, I had run 50, I was running a 50 miler. I had finished 50K. And a lot of people had finished the 50K. You kind of come back to the main like start finish area. So then you got to go back out and run another 19 miles. And a lot of people who were doing the 50 miler got there and they're like, I am done. Like it was a very hot day. Uh, and so I'm sitting there and I was like, no, I'm going to finish this. I mean, I would have been very happy to have been done, but I'm like, no, I'm going to finish. It's fine. And so I'm sitting there like eating a piece of pizza, you know, drinking a Coke, trying to get myself psyched up to go back out or at least just moving. And this guy who turns out to be Bob is there and he's got a Badwater t-shirt on. Uh, and I think we've probably talked about Badwater. So this is a 135 mile race. It starts at the lowest point in Death Valley in Badwater Basin and goes close to the top of Mount Whitney, which is the highest point in the U.S. Uh, they don't let you go. It used to go all the way to the top, but they don't let you do it anymore. So you go, but you basically climb the mountain at the end. You stop a few miles from the top. And uh, as it's like... I would love to be able to do it. I don't, I'm not really in the shape for it yet. I need to get a few more years of ultraing under my belt before I try it, you know, do a hundred. But, uh, it's sort of the race that made me go like, I'm going to do ultra running. Like I would love to do that race. So he's got this shirt on and I was like, have you done bad water? Which shows like how much of a newbie I am because like he's he widely known oh, right. for, for being, you know, I mean, he may have won it one year. Yeah, like everybody in Florida knows Bob and that he does all these races. He started the Keys 100 to basically have a version of Badwater on the East Coast because it's hot, it's on the road, you know, it's a, a kind of brutal race. And, and he was just so nice to me. He's like, oh, yeah, I've done it. And I was like, man, I'd really like to do that race. He was like really nice to me and supportive. And I was like, oh. And then, you know, eventually I was like, oh, crap. That was would, Bob. Like, I can't. Like so walking up to Muhammad Ali and going, did you box, yeah. <laughs> you know, or something like in that community? You're right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I, you know, now obviously like no Bob, because I've, you know, run the Keys 100 that we did his, uh, his Everglades race. And he says at the beginning of the Everglades race, he's like, now look, we've got prizes. If you place, make sure you check, make sure you come in and check to see if you got an award if you did well enough to get an award because every year people leave and then we got to ship them to you and it's a pain in the ass and you and i looked at each other and we're like ha, 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 I mean, we finished you know i finished in like 745 for 50k which is like a fine i mean that's pretty much how long it takes me every time uh and i'm like there's no freaking way that let's just go and then i checked my results and i came in what third second yeah. No, when did first I win my age year, group? First I won my age, age group. That's no, not sugarcoated. You won I'm your sorry. age group. I won my age group. I mean, normally ultras don't give out age group awards. But yeah, I won my age group, didn't check, and then had to email Bob and be like, Bob. I'm that guy. I, I know you said to check, <laughs> and I just didn't think there was any way. And uh, they shipped me like this actually really beautiful walking stick that's got like a little Everglades thing on it. And you know, it was a real pain in the ass to ship because it's like all weird shape. You can't I mean, fold it. It's I a stick. 
paid them for shipping. Uh, so Bob knows who I am now because I made extra work for him. <laughs> and uh, So anyway, after that article comes out, I get a totally unsolicited email from Bob that's just like, this is an awesome thing that you're doing. Like, I wish I had the time to join you on an adventure like this. It's really cool. Like, keep up the good work. And that's I was like, great. Bob, this is so nice. Like, it means so much to me. Like, I love all of your races. You've always been so nice to me. Like, thank you so much. Like, this is the best. So that was pretty cool. That's great. Uh, so anyway, it is coming along pretty well. I've finally gotten to the point where I'm starting to finish a lot of islands, right? I mean, when I go up to the upper keys, because I have to drive for an hour and a half, I tend to reserve those for long runs. So it's like, okay, I'm going to run whatever, 20 miles today. I'm going to do everything. You know, I'm going to do all of lower Metacumbe key, all of upper Metacumbe key. Uh, and so... You know, I've done some up there where it's just like knock off the whole thing, like get as much done as I can. Uh, Key Largo, you know, it's probably 200 miles of roads just in Key Largo, so I'm, I'm not knocking that off all at once. Um, but the lower keys, right? So we, the lower keys are kind of the bottom 40 miles of the keys, and we're at mile marker 17, so we're kind of in the middle of that. Mm -hmm. um, I've been doing, you know, bits here and bits there like nothing huge you know five or six miles at a time go out and do it but i'm finally like okay like finish this one finish this one finish this one so finished a handful in the last week or so yeah just okay there's like six miles left on this let's go do it and or there's somewhere i've got like random little streets to do so i'm using those for my runs with guac because he uh he's not up to his you know he used to easily run four and a half five miles with me and since his uh brillo pad removal <laughs> surgery he uh he gets really tired after a couple miles like he's or he's ready to stop i mean maybe it hurts so i've been saving like little one and two mile roads and i'll take my like, right, guac we're gonna go run this street that's half a mile and then this one which is a mile and this is the quarter mile okay and then we're gonna come home it's like it a video game like though it should like that they should disappear from the map when you're done with it like when you yep. complete the last jog of a street it should like vanish or blink red or do something cool that'd like be cool a level is complete right, what why don't you work on that achievement unlocked <laughs> come on me i'll be working with a highlighter on your computer screen <laughs> it's ridiculous so uh so i've got most of the lower keys done now i still have you know it after yesterday, I ran 28 miles in Key West yesterday, which took care of a lot of it. So I probably have 20 miles-ish left in Key West. I have to do Stock Island, um, which is not huge, but that's probably 15, 20 miles left in there. And then pretty much everything else is done up to Big Pine, where I've got maybe 15 miles left. Like I could do it in shorter than that if I want to like run half a mile and then like get in the car and drive and then go back up but you yeah. know worst case 16 miles and then that's everything in the lower keys uh marathon which is the middle keys that's a sort of big long it's actually a bunch of islands but it it's kind of all considered one village of marathon um so it's really long and that's where we take our flight lessons so we've been doing it where you know, I'll fly and your, and your dad will fly separate. And so when your dad's up in the air, I am like, okay, I'm going out running and I'll run whatever four miles. So I'm done before they and land. You sometimes are literally like chasing the plane back to the, the runway. So you're back. I'll, I'll be like looking up. I'm like, okay, are they going to land and take off again? Or are they just <laughs> they really landing and coming back this time? Uh, so I'm getting that done. Uh, there's a few, I mean, that's just going to, take some time 
Uh, and there's one, Sombrero Beach is up there in Marathon, which is its own island that's, I think, 18 and a half miles that I'm going to do this week. So this week I, I'm doing, um, I had one in my frenzy of signing up for races, in a moment of deep disappointment over something, I signed up for this six, this series of six races, but each of them is actually a series as well. Like you can do just one. Uh, so like this week is the Aravipa Insomniac. So they're normally races that would be run in the desert at night and you can pick a distance. They have like a 50K, a 30K, 20K, whatever, or you can do all of them. And normally if you were doing this in the desert, you'd go run whatever, 110K, right? You see, it's called the Dawnbreaker because you're just going to run all night and do them. Um, so now it's set up where you can pick one of those distances or you can do the Dawnbreaker, which is just over the course of the week, you're going to cover all of the distances. And so I signed up for the Dawnbreaker for all six series. So it's basically one a month from May to September, a full week of doing a kind of ridiculous distance. I, I, there are so many layers to insanity here. For, first of all, <laughs> it's, no, it's normally in a desert, which is like insane. Oh, it's at night, kind of crazy too. It's real far. There's one a month. One a month, yeah. One a month. And then there's six or seven within every one <laughs> within the month. Yeah. I mean, it's just cascading levels of, Whoa. Well, I'm not running in the desert, so that's something. Oh, well, this is much easier. Yeah. You're in, you're in the keys. <laughs> this is, might be worse. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I try to run some of them at night, though. Like if I'm going up to Key Largo, I can't run in the middle of the night up there. There's bridges with no sidewalk. Yes, yes. Uh, but also, like, I have to drive for two hours. If I'm no, running at 50K, I'm going to run for eight hours, drive another two hours. It would be all night. I'm not doing that. It's just it's unbelievable. So anyway, that's this week, uh, and so I think adding up all the distances is going to be around 80 miles for the week, and so I'm going to knock out Sombrero Beach because I have to do like a 21-mile run. I'm definitely going to do the, there's, it's 54K is the longest one, so it's like 33 miles, 34 miles. I'm going to do that up in Key Largo, so I'm going to be close, like I'm going to get a lot done this week, and then we'll see. I probably, I'll be done in August, I think. The end is in sight. It's a possibility. Yes, the yeah. end is, I, like, I definitely see, I'm, I'm starting to make plans of, like, okay, like, let's go back and check this all over. So, you know, if I need to take a day to run the street I missed here, the street I missed there, like, I need to be a little more strategic as opposed to, like, how far do I want to drive? I'll, 15 minutes, okay, like, let's just pick an island and where's a neighborhood? Okay, like, let's go run that. Like, now it's like, okay, like, let's see what there is left to do. Huh. Um, so yeah, depending, we, we may go back up to Maryland in July. We'll see what the whole COVID situation looks like there and here. Um, and so that would slow down a little bit. And yeah. Uh, but assuming that we just stay here and I just keep running, I'll definitely be done in August. I may be done, I may be done in July if we, if we don't go anywhere. Was it the middle of June? I know. That then what am I going to do? <laughs> start swimming. Oh, <laughs> There's swimming. a big ocean. It's a giant ocean. I mean, there there will be add-ons for a while. Like I have been not doing any of the like the state parks. A lot of them have like paths and roads. Like they're not like 
trail trails like you'd have up in the mountains, like single track or whatever. But there's, I haven't been including any of those. I'm just oh, doing yeah. like roads at this point. Public roads. Yeah. So uh, I've got those, you know, that I'll add in. I'll kind of fill those in afterwards. So I'll have a really nice Could looking. Run map. along the runway and on the marathon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that'd be illegal. Taxiway? Uh, maybe. <laughs> they'd probably, actually, they'd probably let me. <laughs> At one point, I took a picture of Vink there, that World War II fighting ace, and I just walked in. I'm like, is it okay if I take her out there and take a picture? And they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're not stressed about no. stuff. Uh, so anyway, that's the Jen Runs Every Road in the Keys project. So it's, it's been very interesting, I mean, seeing a real mix of kind of very keysy stuff, especially down here in the lower keys. Um, you know, some stuff that looks like weird suburban development. I mean, it, with a keys, with definitely a Florida suburban development, sometimes with a keys twist, that's more up in the upper keys. Um, you know, some that's like clearly a bunch of rich people live here to like some super dilapidated trailer parks, like a real mix of things. Some like almost compounds. Right, in the where there's no septic and no electric, and you're just like, Eesh. yeah, hey yeah, guys. there's there's some real off the grid places yeah. out here, yeah. Uh, so it's an, it's an interesting mix, and you kind of see, you know, when you see stuff like, oh, Keys Homes, right? Like, if they're giving you tours of that, like, it tends to be mostly in the upper keys. There's, you know, there's big houses all over the place, but the keys generally are not a super wealthy area like there's rich people who have vacation homes down here but the people who live down here are not super wealthy i mean it's not like you're in one of these like suburban enclaves of like the mega rich yeah. and uh like there that's definitely sprinkled throughout where you can, i can be on islands that are like mostly trailer parks and old houses that were built a long time ago absolutely not up to the current code and people are just going to live there until a hurricane takes them out and then they have to re be rebuilt and at the end of those canal streets where you're looking you're out on the open water there are these new giant you know beautiful very expensive homes behind them i i have looked at them sometimes and thought that looks kind of like a motel yeah in, in size and number of windows and doors yep um so yeah i guess more interesting thing about the keys is that there's not a lot of suburban development where all the houses are the same there are a few of those neighborhoods but they're very rare where like clearly a developer came in here and built all these houses almost yeah. every neighborhood is like you know people picked their own houses and there's you know there's a handful of styles that work down here because your house is up on stilts almost all of and certainly newer houses are all up on stilts um and so there's you know, styles of architecture, but it's never like, oh, here's a bunch of like the same kind of house built in the same way. Um, a thing that you see in the suburbs, you know, kind of all over when there's development is houses that are built kind of cheaply, but made to look nice, right? The, the brick front would be the classic example of this. If you're looking at it from the front, it looks like a brick colonial yeah. and then it's like vinyl siding all the way around. Just like, hey, I mean, do whatever you want with your house, right? But like, you can't do that here. <laughs> like, that's that's gonna blow away in a hurricane, yeah. right? So like, um, you know, all all of the new housing, you know, you can get you can do like a modular home up on stilts, um, but if you're like building a house that's gonna look decent, it's built out of concrete block, and then sometimes it's sided, a lot of times it's stuccoed. Mm -hmm. um, 
it's just very interesting that there's that like how much of a fortress is your house against a category five hurricane is a real sort of symbol of of what you've got and like yeah. it doesn't matter that it's brick or no there's no like fake fake make it look like a fortress is not a thing right 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 yeah and and the paint you can paint things really cool colors here in the sun like that's a distinguishing yeah. factor that you don't have in the suburbs and around dc right it's way like more laid back here different more colors of beige up there here it's like people use green or blue or have Pink, a lot of purple. yellow yeah know? Uh, which nice. is really nice. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, it's an interesting way to see everything. I'm trying to write stuff about it, like, as I do it. Like, obviously, I'm putting up the social media posts, but I've got some longer stuff that I've, I'm not posting yet that I'm accumulating. So we'll see. That either will become an interesting series of blog posts. Maybe it'll be a book length at the end. Who knows? Uh, You're seeing, you will have seen more of the keys than probably anyone else. Because just running rather than driving is a huge difference. Yes, I will have seen everything. For my Keys Mailboxes project, if you are not following, it's Keys Mailboxes on Instagram, where I post cool mailboxes from the Keys, something utterly unlike any place else. Uh, people have very creative mailboxes. Uh, I'm going to see every mailbox. You, you will have petted most dogs in the Keys, too. <laughs> yeah, pet a lot of dogs. Yeah. So anyway, it's that is going pretty well, and it's you know my thing. Uh, if you want to do this in your own neighborhood, there's actually a website called I think City Streets. Now I gotta click on it on here um, that can like import City Street City Strides citystrides.com, you can connect it to your Strava or your Garmin, and it will import it and give you a map, and you can see what you've covered. Um, it doesn't really work for me. For some reason, it's not pulling all of my runs. Well, it's not it a problem pull. with the keys. It's a problem with the interaction. Yeah, I, I'm unclear what the issue is for me, but it's like I've tried it a couple times. It is not pulling all of my runs, but then it does pull other stuff. So like my kayaks are in there, my biking is in there, which I don't want. Oh. Um, and so I'm not using, I've built my own system where yeah. I, you are a computer science professor. Yes, and it's, you know, it's looking good. So <laughs> <laughs> let's me upload everything and see it, and, uh, you know, that's working. But if you want to, you know, if you are not quite as obsessive and you just want to be like, oh, I'm going to, you know, do all of my neighborhood or do all of my, you know, surrounding area, City Strides is a, a cool system. I think it's funny you just said someone who's going to do this is not very obsessive. The whole project is like, obsessive <laughs> i mean but like so there are people uh there's like one person i know on inst i think on instagram who follows me and they're like i'm gonna do like there's two big streets in my town and i'm gonna do all the roads between those right so it's or some people like i'm gonna do everything in my subdivision so it's like a 20 mile project sure. um which is different than this that's how it starts that that's how it starts and then they're gonna be like oh wait there's a I just go to the other side of that street now and now oh another subdivision then there's another one and another one all right well the best thing about the keys is there's water all around or else you'd be moving on to like miami <laughs> all right well there's psychological insight from ingo <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh so there you go that's that's the current state of the project i'll uh when i'm closing in and it's, you so know, good. clearer, like I've got a dozen runs or something left. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do for the last one. 
Is, do I save? Like, like our friend Jason, who has been to every country, he saved Iceland for last, and he had like a, you know, so he went to all these crazy difficult to get to countries, and but he saved Iceland, which is like super easy. <laughs> and then he had a big party, and like we went, and a, you know, there were probably. 25 of us there. It was a great weekend, yeah. Uh, yeah, and we had, like, this awesome time in Iceland all hanging out to, like, celebrate his last country. Uh, he's incidentally doing this right now in D.C. for the same thing. He's he, he's the kind of guy who's like, my birthday's this weekend. What am I going to do? How about I fly around the world? And then he gets on a plane the next morning, and he just sits on a plane for two days and, you know, has this route where he goes to, like, Europe, to Dubai, to... Japan to San Francisco, like back to DC. Now he can't do any of that. And so he's, he's, he's still crazy a little bit. Yeah. Inspired by my run every road in the keys is doing the same thing in DC and he's doing the whole diamond. So the DC is not actually diamond shaped because Arlington and Alexandria, Virginia were originally part of it and they went back into Virginia. Uh, so he's doing the original DC diamond he's doing every street but anyway he saved iceland for last to kind of have like oh there's gonna be this cool like celebratory you know i know it's gonna be a great place do i save like that part of old town key west with the bars for the end so like i finish it and then or is it just like okay well i got 22 miles left in key largo i guess i'm just gonna go run up there and then uh, i you, know, you haven't done sunset key yet have you mallory place Mallory Square? Mallory Square. I mean, Sunset Key is not connected to... Not by a, not by one of your running routes. I mean, it's it's a resort. I'm not doing resorts. Oh, I don't mean Sunset Key. I mean, whatever that bar is on the water by Ocean Key. Sunset Pier. Sunset Pier. Not a road. No, walkway. Yeah, does not count. How about the end of Duval Street by Ocean Key? Oh, Ocean I have Key done resort. down there. Yeah, I have run down there. Okay. <laughs> I get what you're getting at. You want me to have a drink there. Yeah, Finish that would have been have a good a end spot. Yeah, no, it's too bad. It's done already. Ah, too bad. <laughs> I'm too late. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, that is something to figure out when I've got more to do. All right, well, that's all I have to say about that. It's great that that's your biggest problem now is how to celebrate this being done because it does seem like you're on the downhill portion of this project, which is I'm great. glad it feels like that for you. After the turnaround. <laughs> You're more than halfway done. I'm more than, for sure, more than halfway. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I've, I'm on the back half. So I'll update you all more when I have more to update. And uh, until then, go out and run. So cool. Bye. Bye. Bye.